Stan, um, I need your help. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what do you need help with? God, I don't even know how to describe it. It was something... Something real strange happened last night. Yeah, I've been having some strange nights, too. But, like, strange how? Because apparently, sheep that are also Sasquatch thing. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I had a weird class. Like, it's this parapsychology 101-ish thing, and, like, somehow I'm doing a, uh, and, like, Sandra starts rambling about sheep squash for a good three minutes before she has a chance to break in and actually tell him what she needs help with. All right, okay, so, like, don't, don't judge me, but, so, I was, um, out at, uh, Woodland Frontier last night. Yeah, okay, yeah, alright, I know, yeah, it's like, it's like the, it's like the, you know, the kid spot, whatever, but, like, I was bored, okay? So, like, I, you know, I, I go out there with some friends, uh, to, you know, unwind, chill out, party, and then, I don't know, something just kind of went haywire. Haywire how? It just, I mean... Like, at first I thought it was just, like, at first I thought it was just, like, you know, kids carrying on. Like, like you know, you you hear people scream out at Woodland Frontier all the time. Like, that's half the fun. Like, you know, you, you head out there, you know, it's creepy, it's spooky, you go looking for ghosts or whatever. And then, like, you know, your older brother jumps out and scares you, you know, or the, you know, older people, like me, jump out and scare kids but then Claire, were you were you jumping out and scaring high schoolers th- no no not oh, i mean not last night on a scale of like you know passed out to you know not remembering thanksgiving uh how drunk were you like i wasn't that drunk like i tried to explain this to a couple of people that were out there and they just said that you know it just that you know things just got a little out of control you know, we started hearing screams, you know, from kind of out in the woods, um, from, you know, some other groups of people that were hanging out. Didn't really think anything of it. But then, like, you know, people start people started running. And then, you know, people were, like, knocking, knocking things over. And it just it got real chaotic. And then it was like there were, like, these, I don't know, it was like someone, like, let, let out a bunch of, like, someone let out a bunch of, like, like wild dogs or something that are just like running all through the place. I, you know, so I st- I take off, I take off running and I kind of like kind of lose track of where I am. Like it's, I, I got, I got lost out in the, out in the woods, got turned around and I started just feeling real funny, you know, just like real lightheaded. Like I said, I swear, I swear God is my witness. I was, I was not that drunk. And you're sure nobody put anything in your drink or anything, right? Like, it's not... You didn't smoke anything weird. You didn't take anything weird. It's not... I mean, God, God I hope not. What type of dogs was it, though? Like, you know, like, because when you said screaming, I was like, oh, man, it's a fox. You know, like, they, they, they make that screaming, and then people run around the woods going, somebody's in trouble, and then it's actually a fox. My dad actually told me about that one time, that he keeps getting calls into the police station, 
when that happens, because apparently when they breed, like, they're just going, hey, all night, and, like, people think it's somebody getting hurt in the woods, and then they call the police, and then the police show up, and they go, no, it's just fox season. I, 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 can't, I can't really say what kind of dogs they, they were. I didn't get a good good look at them. They were, I don't know, they, they, they were a little, a little on the smaller side, but, like, still big enough you didn't want to mess with them, especially running wild like that. The main thing I remember is that they were white. They were like all white, like they were like, like albino or something. Were they fluffy? I, I don't know. I don't think so. They, they were. They were kind of like kind of thin, like kind of. I didn't get a great look at them. Like, like, every, like every every time I tried to turn and get a, get a good look at them, like I said, I just kind of started to feel weird. Feel kind of kind of weird, kind of funny. Like like I like, like I just couldn't I couldn't get get my thoughts together how how have you been since like did you did you lose time did you like have you gotten checked yeah, out yeah I, I kind of i mean i kind of did i mean like yeah i i haven't really i haven't gotten checked out like i didn't want to i wasn't sure i wasn't sure who to who to talk to about this like i just kind of just got this like i was trying to think i was once i got home finally i just started trying to think think through the whole thing and just try to put it together because it was it was almost like like trying to remember it we got all got all got all fuzzed up and scrambled like like can, can, can you know have like one of those like 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 you have one of those brownout nights yeah and i was trying to fit it together and for some reason i just thought stan yeah i, I should talk to stan about this i've had a brownout night myself recently um tell you what like why don't you go down to the the care first clinic and like See if maybe, like, they can run your blood work and just make sure you can slip something. And I'll go down out to out to the quarry and I'll, like, check it out and, and make sure, you know, maybe there'll be tracks for the dogs. And we can at least know where they came from. Because, I mean, it sounds like somebody was starving them if it was dogs. And who knows? Maybe there's maybe there's something out there. Like, I'll, I'll go take a look. And, and you go make sure you're good. Because, uh, you know... Just in case, just be safe, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I guess I'd appreciate that. Maybe just to like, maybe somebody seeing it, you know, fresh eyes in the light of day. It's not gonna, you know, it won't look like anything crazy, you know. I mean, you, re- regardless of what happened, like nothing. It, it's not crazy. If whatever you saw is what you saw, and I'll go, I'll go check it out, like. Uh, and it, you know, if you just want somebody to check it out, I can absolutely do that. If you're still not feeling right though, like go get checked out at the clinic, make sure you're okay. And then I'll go look into this. I'll meet you later. Like I got to go do this project later tonight, but I can always come and meet you tomorrow and we'll talk about it. You know, like I'm here to listen. Like I know I I talk a lot and like I'm kind of weird and there's a lot of coffee in my life, but I swear, like, you know, I just want you to be all right. You you were nice to me last semester, and, you know, it sounds really weird, like, that something happened to you, and I'll listen. Thank, thanks, Dan. I really I really appreciate that. And, yeah, yeah I really, I, I didn't want to, you know, get checked out, like, but, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I really, I really probably should get somebody to take a look at this. And she pulls up the sleeve of her hoodie, and she has weird marks on her forearm. Are these familiar to me? Uh, not really. Okay. No, it's 
so it has sort of like the pattern of a bite, like like as though it's like 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 a pair of jaws like latching down on something, but it doesn't look like teeth marks. It's almost more like like raised like raised bumps or jellyfish stings. Okay, so like suckers maybe or jellyfish stings, raised bumps. Okay, like so it's it's blisteries. Yeah, it's like it's all yeah, like some sort of weird like bl- like blistering, almost like 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 a sting rather than a bite. Whoa. No, you should absolutely go get that che- checked out. Like no telling like if that was the dogs or if that was something in the wood. You could have poison I don't know what's what's in the woods out here. Sumac is that a thing? Poison sumac? That sounds like a thing. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I mean, I've, I mean, I've you know, I've had poison ivy. God, I've had poison ivy, you know, all over my body. You know, when I was a kid, this isn't like poison ivy. And I guess you know, I should I should talk to a doctor about it. But it's just like I gotta tell them the whole story. No, just and I just just tell them like you had a couple drinks with friends. Like, somebody spooked everybody, there were some dogs let loose, and, you know, you lost some time, woke up with a weird rash. Like, it's not like they've got to, like, but, I mean, they'll check you over for a head injury since you lost some time, they'll check your blood work, they'll do the the swabby swab on the thing on the arm, and, you know, you'll get some meds, and at, at the very least, like, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself, you know, like, whatever else is up. We'll figure it out, but like, you know, make sure you're healthy first. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. Um, I mean, I'm gonna head over to the student health. Um, I think I'm probably probably get a discount or something over there. I mean, I, I don't I don't really have a uh, health insurance right now, but I mean, I think you know, I think they got a reduced rate for students. Oh no, 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 no! So that's the great thing is like you're college age, so you're totally still covered under your parents because you're going to college. And as long as they're claiming you on your taxes, their co- their insurance covers you still. Yeah, my parents, they had their insurance through Chrysofarm, um, and since, you know, they've been shutting down the plant over the last couple of years, they, that, uh, that, uh, Cobra extension, uh, just ran out a couple months ago. Hmm. Let me talk to my dad about it, maybe, like, because I know he knows, uh, some of the nurses down at the ICU, because, like, they always end up calling the sheriff's office to take the guys in when they come in off the street. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, there's got to be something. Hold on. Look, honestly, let me, you, you don't, you don't have to, you don't, you don't, you don't have to talk to your dad. No, 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 no. It's no problem. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, you don't, you don't have to get your dad involved like that. I mean, I, I came to talk to you and I, and I really appreciate you getting involved. Like I said, you're, I appreciate your concern. Like I said, I'll, I'll head over to student health. Um, like I said, I, I think, I think I can get a discount over there. Um, and I'll get I'll get myself checked out. I promise you. I promise you that. Just like you know, just let me let me know you know what you find up there. Actually, do you, can I can I have your phone number? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, and like strange. Yeah, and text. yeah, I mean, yeah, just let me if you find anything up there. Just like I'm sure it's nothing. You know, just let me just let me know. You know, put, put my mind at ease. Oh yeah, no, no, I'll text you as, as soon as I find anything. Like, I mean, I don't know if there's signal up there, but it'll come through eventually. Uh, Stan holds up the high five because he is a super geek and he's just like yay and that's how they goodbye yep and uh, Clara Clara dorkily returns the high five uh, once again sort of uh, displaying uh, as she stretches her arm out the, the strange marking on her arm that just sort of 
leaves Stan with kind of just a, just a slightly unsettled feeling. Can I do, uh, I guess it would be investigate the mystery to just kind of like, since I've get like a good look at it at the end and I have like the drive up to sort of think about it. Could I do investigate the mystery and just kind of think about that and like the feeling it's giving me of weirdness? Would that be, I do have that thing where I can roll, should I be rolling weird or should I be rolling investigates? Uh, I would say, I mean, yeah, if you want to investigate a mystery, I think you can do that. Um, once, what is your, your move for that you were describing? Uh, for weird, I can roll charm instead because of my relationship with my pararomantic, uh, thingy, <laughs> my supernatural uh. other. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so this would be investigate a mystery, which would be rolling sure. Okay. Do we your para amor? My, I mean, you're assuming that our relationship is romantic, uh, which having met Stan, you should know better. <laughs> do we have the roller in chat, or is it uh, just roll dice? Dice. We want that. Dice. Uh, cool. We want that. Uh, ASMR. One moment, please. Dice, dice, baby. One momentum. Doom, 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 doom. Roll that beautiful bean footage. That's three. Two success. I I get the two dice, and then I roll and add my sharp, correct? I haven't, yes. I haven't had to actually do this with physical dice in a really long time. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You roll the 2d6, and you add your ability. Cool. Forward. So then that is a three. Three. Okay. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, that doesn't really tell you much. Like, you know that it just looks weird. Like, you've never seen anything quite like that. Like, your mind does almost kind of go to something like, like, poison oak or poison ivy. But again, the pattern of it still has that shape of, of, of a mandible. Hmm. Mandible. Hmm. Pinchuries. Okay, uh, I am weirded, but you know, she could have fallen into a log and there could have been like some, some sort of fire. I don't mean fire ants are everywhere basically right now, right? Like that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just. Sure. Totally. I'm just gonna go up and you know, like I'm gonna take my Jeep, like, uh, love of my life, my Jeep and go up with my, uh, my flashlight, my bat. Just go look around. It'll be fine. All right. And as Stan hops in his Jeep and drives away, we pan over to Harper, uh, getting her coffee at last from the uh, knockoff Starbucks in the student union. Uh, tell us, Harper, uh, what, what is your, uh, uh, drink of choice? Uh, so I'm actually realizing Harper would not drink coffee. Harper is a tea gal, so she absolutely drinks herbal teas because they're better for you, and they just really open up and detox the system. So I suppose the question is, does the Starbucks knockoff in the student union carry tea that meets Harper's expectations. So they didn't when I first started going here, but, you know, 
I just told them how much better it was and how much they really should keep it in stock. And what do you know? Uh, you know, after like a semester of me letting them know how much better it was, they made the choice to start carrying it. And it's that kind of go-getter attitude that's going to get you your amethyst. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, it is as you are walking along drinking your herbal tea that you actually get a text message uh, from one of your coworkers asking if you can uh, come in a bit early today to help out with something. Of course. Always there to help out. So Harper's going to take her tea and go back and hop in the car and head right over. All right. As Harper heads off in the direction of the Delphia Springs Resort, a growing uh, corporate retreat uh, and caters to vacationers that offers a variety of uh, spa activities, golf courses, massages, uh, essential oils, just lots of... Uh, uh, you know, team building exercises, you know, all, all sorts of just, you know, great, great stuff out there. Uh, also sort of the hub for a growing colony of uh, suburban and ex-urban homes that have been popping up around the area. So, Harper, you arrive at your place of work and you walk in and... Walk in, enjoying that herbal tea. Just feeling how great it is every time I walk in the door, how refreshing it is here at Delphia more, Springs. More importantly, are you still in your yoga pants? Um, I think there's probably a uniform for Delphia Springs, even if it's just like a, a shirt and they don't like have any pants. Uh, I think Harper is the sort to always keep a spare in her car. So she probably actually, when she first gets there, goes to the uh, changing rooms and changes into the work uniform. So just so she can be ready. So uh, as you would know, up at Delphia Springs, the uniform for um, most most people uh, at the Amber level, at least, uh, is scrubs because they are they they are in healthcare. They are health. They are health care professionals. It's true. Alternative medicine is just the things that big pharma doesn't want you to know about because they're too busy pumping your body full of toxins. Okay? Okay. So you change into your scrubs and come out and your co-worker, uh, Daphne Jackson, seems very pleased to see you. I'm I, I I am so glad you're here. Sorry, just come just really quick. Just come with me. We've got sure. a lot to do here. And Last minute retreat or something? Uh, no, no. Um, it just sort of it's got it. So we had sort of a uh, I a thing last night. Um, sort of a there was a um a get a get together. Um, there was sort of a, a meeting, uh, a joining of the minds, and they just kind of like made a big mess of the place and we've got we got a seminar in here this afternoon and i just like whoever closed last night just kind of left a lot of the stuff for me and i just really could use a hand help helping out just get just getting the stuff yeah, ready no problem i've got it 
and she takes you back into uh, one of the restricted areas of the resort. You've been back here occasionally, but rarely for any extended period of time. There is uh, a number, there are a number of sort of like sequestered rooms, um, large enough for a few people to sit in at a time, as well as a number of sort of more kind of like uh, more intimate kind of closet-like confessionals. And you notice as you are walking back down the hallway that it looks like there's like something kind of shiny in the carpet, just little little flecks of something shiny in the carpet. And you notice as you pass by one of the rooms that it looks like the the window to the outside has been covered up with cardboard. Huh, that's, um, what a, what a, what initiation did you say happened last night? I don't remember any of this from, like, when I got. Uh, uh, they didn't say, uh, they, I, they, it was pretty high up, um, I, you know, they don't tell me much. I, I'm pretty sure it was Topaz, at least. Um, or maybe we just maybe we just had a had a high roller come in or something. I mean, you know, you know how you know how some of the, you know how some of those folks from out in DC get. You know, they they come out this way and then they're they they're, they they they're here. They say they're here to open their minds, but really they're just here to get high. I wish they would just open themselves up to some of the great things that we've got here for, like, actually just, like, I bet if they just took it a little more seriously and opened up their minds a little bit more, they would be amazed at how much better they would actually feel when they were done here. You know, there's nothing like having your chakras, like, properly aligned and your aura cleansed to just feel like a brand new person the next day. And she she kind of nods along with you the way that everybody does whenever you know uh, somebody in the in the company uh, goes goes on a tirade like that. But she seems just kind of distracted. Does yeah no um, yeah definitely definitely agree. Um, anyway, so I think the vacuum cleaners back here. We've just sorry like I I if, honestly if I could just have you just do the carpets just all like I tried to get them earlier, but honestly there's just a lot of just like a lot of dirt and stuff like that um that people tracked in if you could just vacuum um all the all the floors back here um i've got to go get some some bleach and some cleaning supplies um and tell you what um uh with the sem- the seminar isn't uh for another couple hours yet um so tell you what, i'll meet you back here in like 60 yeah of course i've got this you go on ahead to take care of anything you need to do i'll get this handled Oh, perfect. Thank, honestly, just, uh, Harper, thank you so much. You, you, you know, I tell you what, you, you were going to have your amethyst before you know it. Fingers crossed. So now that you are alone, Mm -hmm. what do you do? Uh, I do want to try and check out what, I mean, like, even not thinking anything like untoward happened. I think I'm really curious to see what the sparkling in the carpet is. First up. So heading back and taking a look at the carpet in that area, um, how, how closely do you look at it? I think if she can't figure out what it is from, like, a standing position, she would get down. Because, like, especially if she's going to have to clean this up, you know, 
wanting to know what it is so she knows what sort of cleaning might need to take place, so. Do you need to burn sage? That's really the important thing. Well, sage is not going to get rid of glitter, unfortunately. Sage gets rid of everything. Sage? Okay. Sage is for spirits and just bad aura, but it's not going to actually physically clean the glitter, okay? This is why Stan needs to come to Delphia Springs so that he can understand exactly how all of this works. I mean, sage smoke is actually an antifungal, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But it still won't take care of glitter! <laughs> Anyways. I'm just saying, yeah. lean in and give it a shot. Lean in. <laughs> sage is the final Sage is the final cleansing step. First, we've got to do the physical. Well, you do lean in and lean down to really, you know, dig in there to the carpet. And, you know, you, uh, as one might imagine, are... Um, pretty familiar with your crystals uh and even honestly not a stranger to glitter this is neither this is very clearly broken glass oh uh definitely um vacuum i mean oh i'm gonna go look closer at the cardboard is did the window break Taking a look at the cardboard and pulling it aside, yes, it looks as though uh, there is a broken window there. Ooh. Um. Ooh. Uh, so Harper is going to. Is are there like um, an intercom system set up in Delphia Springs for us to like call back to other rooms slash employee areas? Can I like page Daphne? If there is, you've never seen okay. one. So she's going to uh, start vacuuming the glass, I guess. But she definitely is going to first uh, glance out in the hallway, see if she can still see Daphne. Because she's probably going to want to let her know that maybe they need to, like, see if they can't move things around to use a different room. Because I don't know if people are going to really want to have their... Uh, team building run in a room with a broken window that doesn't that doesn't scream the sort of peaceful environment that we really like to try and maintain here at delphia springs so so you peek your head out into the hallway and it is mostly just eerie quiet Hmm. well we'll get this glass vacuumed up first And then we'll try and find Daphne and see about maybe moving around the schedule um, in the rooms to see if there's any way we can fix this while we get someone out here to fix the window. You uh, do successfully vacuum. Uh, You also notice that that the glass glass isn't the only thing in the floor. Mm. Like, it's been, like, almost, like, ground into the corners um, it looks like there's been a lot, looks like there's been a lot of people move through here. Um, like, like this is, you're not the first person to come through here and, and clean, it looks like. Um, the furniture has been moved around, there's some, like, scuff marks on the carpet, and there's just stuff kind of, like, dug into the molding around the corners of the room. It looks like dirt and some kind of of powder or something that you're not 
that you you've never seen before and like as much try as you might uh with the the molding on the at the bottom of the walls like it's like there's some sort of like like discoloration going on down there it's almost like that like there's like some kind of like mold or grout that has managed to get in there what do you know sage was the answer after all between the dirt and the fact that you know the more she thinks about it the glass clearly had to have been broken from the outside in uh harper is gonna go look out the window to try and see if there's any indication of something that happened just outside the room of why the glass would have broken Taking a peek through the cardboard, you mostly see just this sort of like long, long, well manicured lawn uh, that is a budding part of the golf course. But taking more or less a, a straight line out from there, you see that it goes out to the perimeter fence around the resort, and on the other side of that, the woods. What? What does? It's just a straight, like, looking. If I look forward, that's what it is, is like a cross. Or was there, like, a track of something? No, so no tracks per se, but, like, you looking out the window, you can draw basically, like, a straight line from the window across the lawn and okay, the edge just of the golf course uh, through, okay. right, yeah, through through the perimeter fence and into the woods. Besides the stuff on the floor and the molding, is there anything else really wrong with the room, or is that it? The longer you stay in here, the more you almost get kind of a a, a light-headed feeling. Hmm. Maybe I need the sage after all. So uh, she's going to give up on vacuuming for a while. She's going to step out to go get some stuff to maybe like try and cleanse the room a little bit. Do it. Yep, you. Uh, there, is, there is a supply closet uh, for that sort of thing. There is a a whole. There is a whole supply of uh, sage, of rosemary, of just like like enough enough herbs for ten Italian restaurants. And as you you run back and you grab some, and you're on your way back to uh, smudge stick the room when you cross paths with Daphne again. And she has, uh, like, you know, a mop and a bucket. Um, she is lugging a couple of different bottles of cleaning supplies. And she sees him, and she just says, oh, thank, thanks, thanks so much. Uh, thanks so much, Harper. I, I, I really can't tell you how much I appreciate this. As she lugs the sloshing bucket behind her. And you can't help but notice as she drags it down the hallway that the water in the mop bucket has this weird sort of red-brown tinge to it. Uh, hey, Daphne, where, uh, where were you cleaning up? Oh, sorry, yeah, just down, um, in one of the, the, the clinics, um, down, down the way. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about it, though. I got it, I got it figured out. Um, it, sh- it should be, it should be pretty much good to go. Just, I just gotta, just gotta give it another once over. Um, honestly, once you finish vacuuming, um, and good call, good call with, um, uh, the smudge stick, too. Like, really, really don't want those negative vibes interfering with the, with the seminar. Um, once you do that, honestly, like, if you wanna, um, if you wanna head out, um, and just clock, you know, another full hour on your shift. Like, you know, I won't, I won't tell anybody. Well, 
you know, I had a thought. Um, it looks like somebody broke a window in there. Do you have any idea how that happened? Like, did anyone say anything? Uh, you know, I saw that. Um, that had already been patched up by the time that I came in. Um, I was just told, like I said, yeah, that, you know, some some guests got kind of rowdy, um, you know, at the at the, the initiation last night. Um, very uncool, if you ask me. Huh. And they're not worried about, you know, trying to hold a seminar in a room with a broken window? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, they'll probably they'll probably just close that particular part, that particular room off. Um I guess they'll just have to move to to move some reservations around. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I just, I just, I, I didn't really want to ask too many questions. You know, like I'm, I, I am, I am real close to getting my topaz, and I just don't really want to, you know, rock the right. No, say no more. I totally get it. I'll go try and finish up in there, and then I guess, as long as you're sure you don't need me for anything, I guess I'll head out. Oh, thank you so much, Harper. Like, if I haven't said before, you're you are just just the best. Uh, so Harper's gonna go in and sort of do a quick like swath of um with the sage stick just to make sure that it smells like it, and then I think Curiosity's gonna get the better of her. And she is gonna like try to go check out the other room that um Daphne was cleaning, or just on her way on her way out, she's gonna walk by that area to try and see if she can see anything out of the ordinary just passing by the the clinic because they do have rooms that are set up like clinics where they like almost like little doctor's offices with linoleum floors and like they have the paper uh the weird paper that everybody loves uh on top of the uh the beds that you lie on and you see what looks at first glance like just glancing at it like a pretty clean uh, very still sterile. Promise you, everything is sterile. Everything's always sterile at Delphia Springs. They're medical professionals. But since you noticed the the weird tint of the water, uh, in Daphne's bucket, there's just a little like smudge that kind of catches your eye, kind of back in the corner. I mean, Harper's gonna go try and look closer and see what it is. Poking your head in there, you see again, kind of similarly, like you know. Somebody has tried to clean this up, and Daphne has been in there with the mop uh, and a sponge and has been scrubbing with bleach. But it looks like you can tell kind of up against the the dark rubber molding along the floor, there is, like, there's some noticeable uh, stains um, where something has gotten in there and it's hard to, been been hard to fully scrub it out. What? Color this it, it doesn't look it it doesn't look like the stains you saw in the other room. These have a dis- more decidedly, like I said, kind of a reddish brown tint to them. So I don't have a specific like skill set for this, but seeing as we've established that Harper has a little bit of um, you know, mojo, thanks to her time here at uh, Delphia Springs, I want to see if she wouldn't be able to roll weird to get a, like, feel or vision if she was to, say, touch the weird stain. Uh, yeah, I would say that that would fall under the purview of use magic, um, because you roll plus weird, and one of the effects you can have is to 
do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which I, you know, I think that that sort of a uh, psychometry effect that you're going for uh, would definitely qualify. Cool, cool, cool. Then roll time. So. Uh, that is going to be a seven, which is, uh, it works imperfectly, so I choose an effect and a glitch. Uh, so I guess the effect that I was trying to do is do one thing that is beyond human, uh, limitations by getting a, getting information from, like, touching the, the stain, um, that obviously I wouldn't be able to tell otherwise. And you get to decide the glitch, it looks like, as the keeper. I see. All right. Uh, if I could jump in for a quick second. It's Jen picks the glitch. Keeper decides how it materializes. Aha. Okay. Ah, gotcha. Cool, okay. cool. So picking the glitch... I'm going to go with, it has a problematic side effect. Cool. You reach down and you touch the stain and you sort of stand up and look around at the room and you see it for a moment as though no one has attempted to clean it at all. Whatever it looked like before somebody came in and tried to cover up whatever happened here. And you see, surprise, surprise, uh, a bunch of bloodstains on the floor. And it looks like there is a trail uh, leading out of the room. Um, There are a number of different sort of footprints. There's a sliding footprint uh, in one of the stains, it looks like there was some kind of uh, a struggle here that happened. It looks as though the cabinets have been thrown open. Um, you see a bunch of bottles um, just sort of thrown everywhere, strewn across the floor. Um, one has been trampled and broken. You can almost faintly hear, almost like like echoes from very far away, voices um, muttering and and shouting at e- at each other. And you you the only word you can make out is what's happening to him. Cryptid Community College is a live from the apocalypse production. Our audio producers are Aaron Daggermanjan and Brendan Sherlock. Soundtrack provided by Matan Uchen. Find them on Twitter at SadTitled. You can follow the show, as well as our other productions, at LiveFromTheApoc on Twitter, at LiveFromTheApocalypse on Instagram, and on Twitch.tv slash LiveFromTheApocalypse. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share it with your friends. A big thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next class. Next class.